Well, hey there, strangers. We here at Lone Stranger meet a lot of kindly folk out here in podcast land, so we want to take a moment and introduce you to some of them. Like our friends at Someone Dies in This Elevator. Someone Dies in This Elevator is a spoiler-driven anthology series where no one is safe. You see, every episode, you guessed it, someone dies in an elevator. But how, who, when, the details are always different. Search Someone Dies in This Elevator in your favorite podcast app and tune in after the show for a trailer. All right, on with the episode. Uh, so I just press it like that, Meow? Yes. Now please stop fiddling with it, Marissa. It is a priceless artifact. <laughs> hey now, as the cat that saved you from those two chuckleheads, I think I'm entitled to the spoils of war, Meow. <laughs> Take anything else, Marissa, but not that. I need that. Oh. Have it your way, Meow. <laughs> Obliged. And you are confident they will not wait? Oh, of course. The juice and my needles will keep them in dreamland for at least a couple weeks. Uh, oh, yeah, a couple weeks. Ooh, a didgeridoo. You want it, Meow? No. Thank you. I prefer to occupy my time in other ways. Like what? All I've ever seen you do is talk about stuff and talk about talking about stuff, Meow. I have only two purposes in my life, Marissa. I learn, and I teach what I have learned. And while I enjoy learning, I seldom find opportunities to teach others on the lonely sands. So what? Write a book or something, Meow. I haven't the paper, nor the time to find it, I fear. Uh, you all right there, Meow? I am fine, and also not our most pressing concern. Uh, pal. You gotta stop talking in riddles, Meow. Look to the western horizon. Didn't I just say... Your left, Marissa. Look to your left. Is that... Uh... It's a sandstorm. The wind's been heavy all night. I knew it was only a matter of time. We need to get to shelter. Uh, I saw a cave on the way here. We can get there if we hurry. Come on, Meow. Wait. You carry one of them? I'll take the other. You want to take the chuckleheads who tried to kill you, Meow? If you don't want to help, then leave all three of us. The choice is yours, Marissa. Ah, <sighs> uh, dead comet, Meow! I must say... They're heavier than they look. Uh, uh, not another word out of you, meow. There's no need to be cross, Marissa. Oh, I'm cross, all right. I'm crisscross. I am, I am crisscross applesauce, is what I am, meow. My, that is very cross. Huh. You know, I was having a relaxing evening, drinking cactus juice and playing with my tail for no reason before I realized that I had to track your keister down, meow. You certainly didn't have oh, to. Oh, don't you play dumb with me. You're too smart for it. I realized it was gone an hour after we last met. Which reminds me, give it back, Meow. Fine, then. Here. <laughs> Never take a man's chewing gum when his back is turned, Meow. Forgive me, Marissa. I had a bad feeling I'd be in danger in the coming days. I thought it might do me well to have someone follow me. I figured once I saw those cactuses you marked on your way here, Meow. I believe it's pronounced cacti? Oh, believe me. 
They prefer cactuses. They get real ornery when you say cacti. Don't ask me why, Meow. I will commit that to memory. Yeah, do whatever you want. We're stuck here until the storm passes. In that case, I will pass out as well. Hey, 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 I ain't cross with you that much. What's wrong, Meow? I may have misrepresented the state of my condition. Oh, geez, that is one gnarly laser burn, Meow. I fear it may be on its way to liquefying the contents of my torso, so yes, I'd agree with you. Dadgummit. Um, you want me to prick you with one of my needles, Meow? No, Marissa, look at me. We can save my life, but you have to do exactly as I say. Do you understand me? Yeah, sure. Meow. Then first, I need you to scour this cave. Look in between the rocks, out of view, for a drooping flower the color of mustard. Uh, yeah, yeah. drooping flower, mustard color. Got it. Meow. Drooping flower, mustard color. Drooping flower, mustard color, mustard flower. No, drooping flower, mustard color, drooping... Um... Uh, how about a shimmying flower, the color of an autumn sky? Oh, well, I guess it's more like a late August, early September kind of sky. Focus, but... Marissa. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Wait. Oh, wait, wait. I think I, I think I got it. Mustard yellow, and it's drooping meow. We have to be certain. Put your ear to it. What do you hear? I think it's crying. Uh, should it be crying, Meow? Yes, that's a bashful sun drop. The juice in its bud can mend anything, even steel. It will only take a drop to mend my wound. Ah, great. I'll just pick this sucker. Stop! Stop! Just listen to me. The flower needs to open by itself or the juice will spoil. Oh, whatever. Just tell me how I open it, Meow. You need to completely embarrass yourself in front of it. Uh, is that... Code for something, or... Ah, uh, I'm being literal, Marissa. It's an empathetic flower. It can sense your emotions. And it only opens in the presence of extreme shame. Why the heck would it do that, Meow? Because it's bashful! That doesn't answer my question, Meow! Ah, ah, Alright, already, sheesh! Ow, ow. Uh, hey there, little sweet flower. Um, okay, alright, just imagine me in my underwear. I hear that works for people, meow. Alright, oh, I'm a cat, Marty Naked. Okay, um, well, imagine me wearing clothes, uh, then imagine me wearing underwear, and. Meow, you need to be um, better at this! Well, if it's so easy, then you do it, meow! I am incapable of feeling shame of any kind! Well, good for you, because some of us have fragile reputations to uphold, meow! I'm dying, Marissa! Uh, Look, just. Sing! Sing a song! Your favorite song! Not what you tell people is your favorite song, but your real favorite song! Oh, come on. Why? Why you gotta do me like that? It's burning <laughs> inside my torso! Oh, goodness gracious, fine! Meow! Uh... <clears throat> Don't you wish your boyfriend was hot like me? Don't you wish your boyfriend was a cat like me, don't ya, don't ya. I love that old folk song. Will you shut up and let me do this? Um, it's perking up? Is, is, is that good? It means it's working, Marissa. Keep going. Uh, 
Uh, don't you wish your boyfriend was sharp like me? Don't you wish your boyfriend was fun like me? Don't you? Meow. Don't you? Meow. Whoa. That's beautiful. It, it's gleaming like the sunrise. And the crying, now it's bells, a chorus of bells. You've done it. Now collect the juice, just a drop. Oh, right, 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 here we go. Okay, coming right up. Meow. Oh! Uh, did it kill you, Meow? No, you just slapped me way too hard. Oh. Huh. <laughs> the, the pain is dissipating, however. I think it worked. Oh. Jeez, that was stressful. Weird, but stressful. <laughs> bashful sundrop. What's a flower gotta be bashful over anyway, Meow? It is self-conscious. About what, Meow? About being a flower. That's an awful odd thing to concern yourself with, Meow. Is it? All other flowers are so blissfully unaware of themselves and their failings. Content to stand and be looked at for good or ill. But the bashful sundrop has no such luxury. The bashful sundrop knows exactly what is beautiful about it and what is ugly. And so, like any person, it is displeased with itself. It is ashamed of what it cannot change and hides away, afeard that it may be judged. Dad gum. That's a heckin' sad flower, Meow. Perhaps. But look what you made it do, Marissa. When made to remember that we are all tremendously flawed and dissatisfied with our perceived imperfections, it shines brighter and more gloriously than anything in all the world. <laughs> yeah, kind of makes you wonder if there's any hope for the rest of us. <laughs> yes, wonder indeed. You know, I don't know nothing about flowers, but you got some awful pretty thoughts. If you don't mind me saying, I really mean it. You should consider writing a book, Meow. I told you, paper is not readily Excuses. available. More than one way to skin a cat, pal. I should know, for reasons I hope are obvious, Meow. Well, storm's gone, and I got a date with some cactus juice. I'm gonna peel off, Meow. I don't suppose this little altercation makes us evil? <laughs> no, it does not. I'm pretty sure now you owe me like... Six, meow. Fine then. What can I do for you? Oh, believe me. When something comes to mind, I'm gonna find you. Don't you worry, meow. I won't, Marissa. I won't. You know, stranger, it just occurred to me. I don't think I've ever caught your name, meow. I do not have one. But we are in a strange land, after all. And every strange land must have its strangers. And if this desert is to be my land, then I shall be its lone stranger. Make of that what you will. You talk like a puzzle. You know that, Meow? Yes, I know. Keep it strange, Marissa. I always do, Meow. <laughs> oh, still seems to be recording. More than one way. Hmm. 
This episode of Lone Stranger was written by Matt Curtin, directed by Amber Lee, and produced by Molly Livingston. The voice of the stranger was Zoe Yale. The voice of Marissa was Sina Breyer. Sound design by Jacob Menke. For more on this show and others like it, please visit us at audiostudios.com. That's O-D-D-I-O studios.com. See you around, stranger. Different locations, different people, different stories, one constant. It just feels like the setup for a joke, you know? Three superheroes walk into an elevator. We're in an elevator! An ancient Mayan elevator! There is a dead man in this elevator. Oh my god, what are we- You'd think, since it's a hotel, she'd have been killed in her room, right? I mean, that's what you'd expect, but no. She was killed in the elevator. Someone dies in this elevator. A spoiler-driven anthology where no one is safe. Including you. 